Hey folks, Randy Newberg here with another episode of Leupold's Hunt Talk Radio. Uh, this is another one of those bonus episodes where we talk about how to apply and hopefully how to draw a tag. This, rep- this episode we're talking about Nevada. Uh, Nevada's deadline is May 4th and you're going to find out by May 22nd. So only 18 days between the actual draw date or the deadline date and the actual draw itself. So I uh, want to thank GoHunt for making this uh, possible. Uh, go to GoHunt.com, sign up for the Insider, use promo code Randy, uh, save 50 bucks in their gear shop or get 50 bucks of mad money credit. Uh, and then you're going to be in the drawing for a Wyoming commissioner's tag that we're giving away uh, July of 2020. Uh, first week of July, we'll announce who that winner is. Or Go Hunt will announce. Uh, also, Onyx Maps. Uh, go to onyxmaps.com. Use promo code Randy. Save 20% on their app products. And thanks to Leupold.com. Uh, gotta love those gold rings on those scopes and, and other products. If it's got that gold ring, it was made in Beaverton, Oregon. Uh, so, not only are they a great company making great optics, uh, they're also providing a lot of jobs in Oregon. So, Let's talk about Nevada. Uh, I went to college there and then lived there for a few years thereafter. So I've stomped most corners of Nevada. And for those of you who haven't been there, I'm telling you it is an amazing place for a hunter. It's 80-some percent public land, 84 85%. There is quality game to be had in every mountain range, every unit. There are, in my opinion... There are no bad units in Nevada, which is why I spend a lot of time talking about Nevada. I think it's a great opportunity for people who want to go someplace and have a super high quality hunt. It's probably not going to be on your list of short-term plans or even mid-term plans. It might take quite a while of investment to, to finally get a tag. But when you do, you'll be very, very happy that you did. I've lucked out. I've drawn elk there. I've drawn multiple mule deer tags there, Uh, antelope. uh, I've never drawn sheep, but hopefully someday I will. But I'm going to give you the quick basics of how it works. You got to buy a non-resident license, 155 bucks. So that kind of gets you in the door. Once you buy that, every species you apply for or buy a point for is 10 bucks, with the exception of elk, which is 15 bucks. And I tell people, rather than just buy a point, barring some crazy scheduling uh, conflict you might have, if you don't have a scheduling conflict, don't just buy a point. Throw your name in the hat. You never know what year you're going to get that really low random number. And that might be the, the year that you thought about buying a point. Well, maybe that's the year you get that, that really low random number. So, uh Upfront cost and then a per species cost per application. Uh, If you are successful, they hit your credit card after the fact. So it's once you get through the the first gate or over the first hurdle of the non-resident license, uh, you're not fronting a ton of money like some of the states. You got to front it all and big transaction fees and everything else. Nevada is not that way. So they have a bonus point system that has a bit of quirkiness to it. Uh, They square the bonus points. 
So we've talked about bonus points versus preference points a ton of times. Just a quick reminder is bonus point systems are like raffle tickets. You have more raffle tickets, your probability of, of getting a low random number is higher than the person with fewer raffle tickets. So let's walk through an example. You've got 10 bonus points in Nevada. They square that, so 10 times 10 is 100, and then you get your current year application, so you get 101 random numbers assigned to you. Well, they look at all 101 random numbers you have, and they pick the lowest of those, and that's the, the random number you go into the drawing with. So if I only have four, uh, let's say I have two points. So two squared is four, plus I get one for my current year application. I got five. Well, if I have five bonus points, I get five random numbers. The likelihood of me getting a random number as low as yours or lower than yours when you have 101 random numbers, yeah, that's the odds aren't that great. It happens, right? Every year we hear about the person who drew some miraculous tag, uh, one point or zero points or four points, whatever. So there's always a chance in Nevada. And so they do this with every species. You're building points by species. Uh, in Nevada and non-residents, we can apply for, I and I'll just focus on these ones. So you can apply for black bear, but I don't even talk about that. Uh, elk, mule deer, pronghorn, desert bighorn, and California bighorn. Those are the five that most non-residents are focused on. Uh, no matter how many points you have, the odds of any of the sheep in Nevada are less than 1%. I'm sitting on a stack I mean a big stack of bonus points in Nevada, and I still don't have a unit where my odds are better than 1%. So just know that the sheep applications in Nevada, you're you're pretty much shooting for the stars, but if you draw, you, you're going to have a fantastic hunt. Um, the, the strategy then, so let's think about this. The residents have their pool of tags, and the non-residents were competing amongst each other for our own pool of tags. So this isn't like uh, Arizona and Idaho and Montana where the non-residents compete with the residents. No, they carve away about 10% is their threshold in Nevada. 10% of the tags go just to non-residents, and we're all competing for those tags by each species. So they run... A resident and non-resident draw for deer. A resident, non-resident draw for elk. They do a resident and a non-resident draw for every species because you're going to have different points totals for each species. So for each draw that you're in, they go through that whole random number example I just gave. Uh, and one of those times, sooner or later, you're going to end up with the low random number. And when they get to your application, hopefully there's some tags left. Which gets me to the strategy of how you use the five choices that Nevada gives you. So they look at your five choices, all five of them, before they go to the person in line behind you. So how do you use those five choices effectively? Don't, don't waste any of them. Because my, my opinion on Nevada is for any species, there is not a bad hunt. And some might disagree with me and argue about that. I've hunted enough and helped enough on hunts in Nevada. I've yet to have a hunt 
that wasn't a super quality hunt. So use all five of those choices. Unless it's, you can't find a way to use all five due to some schedule uh, conflict, use them all. And I have my strategy for using them is my first choice is always a really, really hard hunt. I, I think to myself, if they called me and said, Randy, you just won the governor's tag for this species in Nevada, where would I likely hunt? And all that information you can get out in the insider here at Go Hunt. But that's usually my first choice. And I know the odds are ridiculously terrible, terrible bad odds. But you know what? If, if in the one year when I get the super low random number, I want, I want to make sure I've thrown that out there as a possibility to hunt a super, super great unit. So after that, then I start getting a little more sane in my application of, okay, my second choice, it's still going to be a pretty hard draw, but it's definitely not that once in a lifetime. My third choice, okay, the odds, uh, I'm, I'm picking something with even better odds. The fourth choice, boy, I, I, I'm probably trying to find something that is the second highest odds at my point total for whatever, now, of all the hunt codes in the state, my last one, certainly my certainly my last choice, is the easiest tag to draw in the state. And I'll use uh, mule deer, for example. My first choice is usually a hard rifle hunt that is really hard to draw. Second choice, probably another rifle hunt that's pretty hard to draw. And I know I'd be lucky if I draw it once every 20 years. My third choice, another rifle hunt, but... You know, I might, my odds might be 5%, 8%. Then I go to, and my fourth choice is usually an archery hunt that is pretty hard. Uh, you know, maybe the odds are 8 to 10%. And then my last choice is always, I look at last year's regulations or last year's draw results, and I scan through and say, all right, which units had leftover non-resident uh, deer tags? And they're always archery tags. And that's one of those units is just about always my last choice. So that unless something big changes, I know there's a good chance I'm going to Nevada archery mule deer hunting on my fifth choice. Uh, it's, it's a way to uh, use all five of your choices and figure out, all right, what, what do I do or how do I reward myself if I get the super low random number? But... If I just want to go hunting, my fifth choice is, is going to be one of those easy-to-draw units. Now, there are no easy-to-draw units in uh, elk or the sheep yeah, at my point level. So there's waiting periods in Nevada. Elk used to be a 10-year wait. So I got off the wait list. 2000. I got a tag in 2015. I got off the wait period after... So I drew in 2005. I got off in 2015, 10 years. I started applying in 2016 again. So I've got a point. 16, 17, 18, I've got four points. Well, with four points, my odds of drawing any elk tag in Nevada are absolutely pitiful. But there are some archery hunts that are uh, early, like, early, early archery, and they're about August 15th to the end of August. Well, the elk really aren't even bugling then. It's hot. So those are the lowest demand 
elk hunts in all of Nevada, are those super early archery elk hunts. Well, guess what? Those are my fourth and fifth choices. And even there, I have really low odds, but I, I'm still giving myself some chance and I'm using my choices in a sane manner that my first choice is, yeah, I, I'm never going to draw that. I, I, in my head, it's like, there's no way I'm drawing this elk hunt here because I just don't have enough points. But you never know. What if one of my random numbers, so I've got four elk points, square that, that's 16, plus I get one for this year. So I've got 17 random numbers. What if one of those 17 random numbers, by some great stroke of luck, is a super low random number? Well, I want my first choice to be a really hard tag or a very low odds just in case that happened where one of my random numbers was the low one. So that's a, a strategy and a way to use all five of your choices that reflects how bad you want to go to Nevada and hunt. Now, some people say, oh, I've got hunts in this state or in my home state. So there's a large number of point holders that are all applying for that same top tier of units. So it, it creates this weird effect in Nevada where it's not a lineal progression from the lowest draw odd units to the best draw odd units. It's like really, really bad in these top units. All the research services, all the magazines are saying, go here, go here, go here. And once these people start building a lot of points, they just focus on that handful of units, no matter what the species. So those of us who, it's kind of like when you're buying stocks, right? You, you can be a, a bottom feeder, some people call it. Uh, you're looking for value. Um, that's kind of how I approach it. I, I let the really, really high point holders uh, fill all five of their choices with those hard, hard to draw hunts. And... Uh, I'll take some of that second tier, third tier, bottom of the barrel stuff. Um, it's just how I approach it, and it's worked out pretty good for me with the number of tags I've been able to draw in Nevada. Um, the, there is a second draw. So every year there's a few tags left over that didn't get snapped up in the, uh, the regular draw. And so in June they have a second draw. And for us non-residents, these are pretty much relegated to archery mule deer hunts. Uh, all the rifle tags for pretty much every species are gone. Uh, there's maybe some antlerless tags uh, available to non-residents, but know that if you apply in that leftover draw, you end up burning your points. So don't apply in the leftover draw unless you say, yeah, I'm willing to burn my points for that. Most of the high point holders won't apply in that leftover draw. Us low point folks, I apply in that leftover draw every year. It's like, I'm only risking two, three, four points, whatever. I'm, I'll do it. <laughs> and I've drawn some archery deer tags in that leftover draw that were pretty darn good hunts. Um, minimum age to hunt in Nevada is 12. Uh, they give their resident youth uh, some great deer hunting opportunities, and there's some price differences there, but for non-resident youth, uh, they're in at the same price as adults. Uh, hunter education, if you're born after January 1 in 1960, you need to have proof of hunter education. Um, no hunter orange required in Nevada. Uh, just 
you know, if you want to for safety, you sure can, uh, but not a requirement. Uh, you can turn a tag back in in Nevada. Um, you'll get your points restored, but you won't get your money back. Uh, you can get on. The, you can check the box to be on the alternate list, and what that means is if someone turns a tag back in, they go to the next person in line. So I always check to be on the alternate list. You never know when you're going to be that person who benefits from a tag that gets turned in. So I always do that. Uh, yeah, that's kind of Nevada in a nutshell. Uh, such a great, great state. I've, I've yet to be on a hunt or help on a hunt where it wasn't a super high quality experience. The age class is great. If you look at the number of elk that are six point or better or number of mule deer that are four points or better, it's off the charts compared to most western states. And you, you won't be stacked on top of each other. The age classes are good. There's tons of public land. That's why the demand for hunting in Nevada is as high as it is. They do a remarkable job in what most would consider some pretty marginal habitat. And they create great hunting opportunities across multiple weapons types, uh, multiple seasons. And I, if, it, if it fits your budget, I would suggest that you apply in Nevada. Um, again, the deadline is May 4th. Uh, results will be out May 22nd. You got to pay for the upfront license, 155 bucks, and make sure that you utilize in a wise manner all five of your choices. Because if you don't, you you might just get that low random number this year and not have used a good strategy. And you end up not getting the super high qual the highest quality hunt that you might have been able to get. So uh, I want to thank folks at Go Hunt for making this possible. If you go to the Insider and sign up, use promo code Randy, uh, get $50 of mad money in their gear shop, and you'll be in the drawing for the Wyoming Commissioner's Tag that we're giving away the first week of July. So I hope you're all healthy. Um, it's kind of a disrupted life right now for us to produce content, whether it's podcasts, whether it's video or whatever, has been a challenge for the last five weeks, but it's what we're up against. And we're trying our best to uh, to get you content and and whether it's, you know, these kind of podcasts, these quick bonus podcasts, whether it's YouTube videos, whatever it is, we're trying our best. Uh, appreciate you watching listening, following along, and uh, mostly we're praying for all of you to stay healthy, and let's get through this and go hunting this fall. Thanks for listening.